Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's a little weird, but hey, whatever. Anyway, welcome to the next episode. Uh, so who'd have, I'm getting some hectic feedback here, but anyway, uh, welcome to the next episode of the SUS News Podcast. Uh, are you hearing that, Jerry? Yes, I'm not hearing anything in the background. I'm not hearing anything. Uh, we got a bad, uh, a bad echo. This is. I don't think this is going to work. I don't hear Nickel. You don't? Okay. Nope. I do. All right. Well, we'll roll on. Anyway, uh, welcome to the SUS News Podcast series where we discuss the news and issues relevant to the global unmanned technologies community. I'm your program host, Patrick Egan. This week's episode, episode number 40, the on-ramp. Our guest this week is Dr. Jerry Lemieux from the Unmanned Vehicle University. We have a lot of excellent subject matter for the program today. Um a way to get a professional career in the unmanned technology sector. So without further ado, we will proceed here. Um, I'm welcoming Dr. Lemieux back as he is a previous uh, program guest during the Back to School series last year. Uh, His unmanned vehicle university curriculum and academic program were showcased as part of that series. And we're going to have him back. There's a lot of things happen. Welcome, Dr. Lemieux. Well, thanks for having me back on, uh, Patrick. I really enjoy uh, spreading the word about uh, our great school, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Well, um, you know, there's been a lot lot going on. We have a lot to discuss, and... But before we do that, I think it's important for you to uh, probably reiterate your bio and uh, talk about, you know, uh, where you've been, how you got to be president of this unmanned vehicle university that you started. Uh, Would you be so kind, sir? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, It's a laundry list. (laughs) I've had about four careers, and what's really amazing is I've done all four simultaneously. So career number one, uh, I've been a professional engineer. I've worked in uh, government programs to integrate sensors on military aircraft. I spent about 20 years doing that kind of work. Uh, Second career, uh, I've been a pilot. I was a fighter pilot in the Air Force, and I flew for 20 years for Delta Airlines. So about 40 years and 10,000 hours of flying time. Uh, Another um, sidebar career is a university lecturer. I've uh, been uh, a uh, lecturer for graduate degree programs in engineering, aeronautical, electrical, and mechanical engineering um, at MIT, Boston University, University of Maryland, and several aviation schools. 
And finally, uh, I uh, was active duty as a fighter pilot and then went into the reserves as an engineer. So I just retired with about 28 years of, uh, of time as a, as a colonel from the Air Force. My connection to unmanned systems is that I'm uh, on special committee, RTCA special committee 203. We're working on the collision avoidance systems for UAVs. And I'm also on a European uh, working group 73 on remotely piloted aircraft systems. I also published the first textbook on unmanned systems just recently called uh, Introduction to Unmanned Systems, Air, Ground, Sea, and Space, Technologies and Commercial Applications. Uh, it's the first textbook. We use it in our school. It's available on Amazon.com. Excellent, excellent. Um, for the sake of full disclosure, I, I, I'm going to tell the uh, audience that I am a graduate of the three-day unmanned aircraft systems fundamental course, so I can speak from actual experience and uh, and do about the unmanned vehicle university offerings. And I, I have to say, I feel plenty of emails and calls from folks wondering about the unmanned vehicle university and what is being offered. Uh, most of the time, I have to say that uh, I'm almost as confused as some of the prospective students. I get the updates. I see the postings about, uh, let's say, you know, the VA uh, uh, being able to pay for tuition or folks getting a, a small unmanned aircraft system was paid tuition, flight training, and some of the other things that you already mentioned. And uh, I think some people are thinking, too good to be true. And uh, that's why you're here today, Dr. Lemieux, and I, I hope to offer the listener perspective on what has transpired in the last 10, men, 10 months. So, <clears throat> uh, first, what types of courses are offered at the Unmanned Vehicle University? Is it just unmanned aircraft? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, let me just tell you a little bit about our curriculum. We, uh, we are a real university, and we operate on 12-week quarter uh, terms. Uh, we offer a master's and doctorate degree in unmanned aircraft systems engineering. So um, we chose this because um, these are these are real jobs. Systems engineers are in high demand. Program managers and systems engineers are in high demand. And normally uh, people have to grow up in companies in order to get jobs. So there uh, there's lots of demand for those guys. We start all the two stops modified version of the uh, fundamentals course that you took as, as a graduate degree and uh, a general overview of the UAV technologies, applications, and regulation. Um, students, for evaluation, they accomplish technical papers. Uh, right now, first quarter this year, Dr. Pascal Marquez is currently teaching a UAV aerodynamics and flight stability course. The students in that course are evaluated with engineering problems, design projects, and take-home exams. Uh, next quarter, starting April 1st, Mr. John Sauter, who has over 30 years of autonomous unmanned systems experience, um, he's worked for DARPA and the Air Force on unmanned, autonomous unmanned systems. He's actually connected up a network of unmanned air, ground, and sea vehicles that all have worked autonomously to work together. He's teaching a course on autonomous unmanned systems. In the third quarter, Dr. Rob Jacobs is teaching a fundamentals of systems engineering course. In the last quarter, John Miner, Mr. John Miner, who is a former US, USAF, U.S. Air Force test pilot school director, 
He's teaching a UAV remote sensing course. He's been uh, involved with sensors over 40 years of his life. Um, this course covers the theory, the application, the operation of many UAV sensors. So that pretty much wraps up the first year of our master's and doctorate program for unmanned aircraft systems. Uh, in addition, you asked about uh, just being unmanned aircraft. We also offer curriculums in unmanned ground, sea, and space vehicles. Uh, General Motors has announced the production of driverless cars, so you're going to be able to get in the passenger side and have the car drive you around. To provide engineers for these companies, we recently started a master's degree in unmanned ground vehicle systems. Francis Govers is teaching a UGV fundamentals course right now, and the rest of the curriculum for UGVs is pretty well established. Uh, in addition uh, to uh, air and ground, we also have an unmanned space systems degree program. Commercialization of space is now emerging. You heard SpaceX made its second um, capture today. Uh, they're the first, and there's other companies that will follow. These companies will need engineers, and we just hired Dr. Gennaro Russo, who has over 25 years of unmanned space systems experience. He's working on courses for our unmanned vehicle systems engineering uh, courses for space, and he's also developing uh, a course in spacecraft system design and performance and space systems project management. Wraps it up. You there? Hello? Uh, can you hear me now? <laughs> yes, I am, and uh, that's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm having uh, some technical difficulties here, obviously, but anyway, uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of updates in the email box and uh, some traffic's on the sites, and so I'm kind of uh, interested in some of the latest developments for the university, if you will. Sure. Again, you know, you're correct that a lot's been happening in the last 10 months. Uh, we recently obtained a license from the Arizona Department of Education, and that license gives us the authority to grant degrees in unmanned air, ground, sea, and space vehicle systems engineering. This makes us the only school in the world to offer technical degrees with majors in unmanned systems. We're also the only school to offer online degree programs. That's how we differ from the other things that are emerging out there. The courses are technical. They focus on an unmanned vehicle design and engineering. And we also provide uh, systems engineering and project management courses as part of the curriculum. Uh, we're training future leaders in this industry. Graduates are going to work in very high-paying jobs as program managers, systems engineers, and researchers. And the average salaries are between ninety dollars and $130,000 per year. We've also just been granted a patent from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Uh, that gives us exclusive rights to conduct online unmanned courses, uh, seminars, and web conferences on unmanned air, ground, sea, and space systems. It's a very significant development for the school that's been in the works for over a year. Another development is we are starting to partner with companies that work in the unmanned systems industry. One we just signed an agreement with is C.T. Johnson and Associates. Uh, they manage unmanned programs for Northrop Grumman. Uh, they're offering our students internships. They're in San Diego, 
Um, they offer employment as pro- program and project managers, cost account managers, unmanned system integrators, flight test systems engineers, and many other opportunities. So when you sign up for the program, you're eligible to apply for employment while you're studying at the school. Another development is uh, we uh, established a publications division in the school called Unmanned Vehicle University Press. So there are very few textbooks out there, as you know, on unmanned systems. So our instructors have to create the course content for the courses from scratch using their experience. So we, we, I already discussed the first book that we published that's out there on Amazon, uh, and we plan to publish more. But we've taken some of our courses and recorded them, and we've published them on DVD. They're also on Amazon.com. Uh, the first one is the one that you took, the fundamentals of uh, unmanned aircraft vehicles. We've also got a small UAV design and operations course, and we just put up a police UAV, a police UAV applications course on DVD. Mm-hmm. So we're wor- the, the two courses we're currently working on are one for UAV firefighting and a second one for uh, how to um, prepare a certificate of authorization step-by-step. So that will be out there uh, within the next month. Um, we also, we're also conducting a special promotion. Again, as you know, there, there are not many uh, books out there, so to encourage publication, UVU Press is going to publish your unmanned system book for free. Authors receive a royalty on every book. If you want to learn more about this opportunity, uh, you can visit our, our UVU Press website. The address is uvupress.com. That's uvupress.com. Uh, the last thing is uh, we have uh, partnered with Marquez Aviation in the U.K., and we are offering an official journal of the school called the International Journal of Unmanned Systems Engineering. It's the first journal dedicated to unmanned systems engineering. It promotes uh, applied science, technology, and operation of the vehicles, and it provides a platform for authors and researchers to communicate their latest findings. Uh, We have an editorial board that has very significant membership in the unmanned system community, and they provide a peer review of the, uh, the research papers that are submitted and uh, we work with the authors to get it published, and then we get it out there. Wow, that's uh, pretty interesting. Well, we covered a lot of uh, real estate there, but what uh, I would like to ask about the UA, or UVU Press, are uh, all those available in hard copy, or is it just a soft copy thing? Just curious. Yeah, it's, uh, basically the uh, courses are recorded uh, in uh, MPEG-4 files, so you uh, you purchase online and then you get a DVD and you click on the videos. Um, the the topics are normally uh, an hour each. So okay. um, you click on a video and you watch a topic associated with the main point. And uh, average course is somewhere between twelve and sixteen hours of videos. But that's a good idea. We'll have to consider the uh, the hard copy version as well. Well, I just noticed, noticed that some people, depending upon their age, uh, like hard copies so that they can yellow line, and some like just soft. But, yeah, we do. Um, we 
we do add some bonus material in there in addition to the videos. We have uh, quite a bit of information about the school, but uh, we can uh, we'll think about for, uh, providing a hard copy as well. Well, that's a, I mean, a lot of work you're talking about there, the books, the journal, uh, everything you've been doing. Do you uh, find it hard to find time to sleep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's an, another amazing thing is we, we do this all around the world. We have students all around the world, so um, there's a lot of time zones that we have to co- accommodate. Uh, you're right. Uh, this is a pretty demanding job, and uh, I'm starting to get some help for setting up a customer service department uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we also uh, are working with 60 Minutes and ABC Nightly News to um, help them uh, understand uh, what's going on with the school, so they should probably be airing some specials here uh, by the end of the month. Excellent. That's excellent to hear. Okay, well, all that sounds pretty exciting and like a lot of work, but I guess when you're blazing the trail, uh, you got to create all this stuff. So uh, let's focus on the uh, unmanned aircraft system part of this thing. Uh, I read in one of the updates that every student's getting their own small UAS with paid tuition. Could you uh, maybe elaborate on that? Sure. Uh, another company, I mentioned C.T. Johnson, uh, they do... Um, the um, program management and uh, some research and development, but another opportunity that we just signed it. We just signed an agreement with uh, Calbert Corporation. They're a UAV manufacturer and a public company, and uh, they um, are giving each one of our students a vehicle um, when that, when they become uh, masters or doctorate candidates, or they sign up for the professional certificate program. Uh, they get a vehicle, it's a kit, they put it together, and then uh, we can actually run them through our flight school and teach them to fly. Another um, effort we're looking at is integrating the vehicle into the curriculum. So we have a UAV aerodynamics and flight stability course and a UAV flight test course that we may be able to um, establish some kind of um, experiment that the students can do, and then they can write a report. Hmm. What what their own are aircraft, and so that's uh, that's just part of the tuition. Exactly, um, you know, it's donated by Albert. Uh, they're they're kind of a new company. They just uh, they're they're going to become a big company, I think, pretty quickly. As I understand, they just received an order from the Middle East for twenty six hundred of their high end vehicles. So when you do the math, it's a hundred million dollar company from from uh, where they are now. So, uh, you know, that, that was one one deal that they signed, and they're looking uh, for many others. They want to get the name out, their name out there. So uh, it's kind of a free advertising for them. They want to have our students work with that their vehicle and, uh, and hopefully uh, get their name out there. Well, that uh, looks like a good resource for pilots. Exactly. Uh, one of the other services we offer is um, the outsourced pilot training. So there's companies out there that want to just do manufacturing. They don't want to get into the training business. So they right. can have their customers come to us, and we can we can take we can actually take their vehicle and develop a pilot operating manual for it, and then bring in students and give them the manufacturer training. If you look at the uh, the new FAA. Um, 
guidance document that was just published, in there it says that the pilot has to have manufacturer training in mm -hmm. uh, normal, abnormal, and emergency procedures. That's a requirement for a pilot to operate in a COA. So uh, that's something that we can provide. Excellent. And um, so do the students get flight certified on, on this UAS? Yeah, as much as you can say certification, you know, we have a well, factory. program. Yeah, we have a program that they go through, um, and uh, we give them a certificate at the end. This is not obviously, uh, you know, something that's regulated by the government. Um, mm -hmm. It's our own custom training, but um, it really provides uh, in-depth um, simulator online ground school and flight training that gets the student to the point where he's safe and he's not going to crash. Uh, you know, flying is a skill and it takes time to get proficient. So right. they need to get more experience once they leave the school because it's such a short course to make sure they're proficient when they go do an interview. Um, and are you incorporating some of the work that you're doing with RTCA and, and the Europe came? Yeah, and that's a really interesting question. Um, the uh, Halbert CEO, I met with him a couple of weeks ago, and he says he wants to help establish the standards because that's what we're working on in RTC, the standards for the uh, collision avoidance systems, or they're called sense and avoid systems, that we're going to put on the UAV so that they don't run into other airplanes. Um, um, so um, he he's very interested, and in, in one of the um, problems that we're having in RTCA right now is that we – the, the manufacturers of the systems are not um, providing data. The data is, uh, you know, private. And so right. um, we've been lacking. We've been doing lots of simulations. We've been looking at, you know, accumulated data from the radars around the country, but uh, we don't have any um, source for um, actual data. So two recent developments, Halbert, I told you, they actually have, a multi-sensor um, system that fuses together the information to provide a sense and avoid solution. Um, and then General Atomics just announced they put, they're putting um, a combined short-range radar called Do Regard and ADSB on the Predator. So you're seeing these companies in the past they didn't want to make an investment because they don't know where the where the um, the standards are going to go. So now you're seeing a couple com com companies out there that are just saying, hey, we're not going to wait anymore. We're just going to get something out there. And, and uh, I, I believe that GA is going to provide some data to RTCA. So now you have two sources, and I'm trying to lead the coordination of the Halberd data to provide that to uh, RTCA. But then that will give them, a, you know, another um, um, another way to verify their simulation. Constructive simulation, you want to do uh, simulation, and then you also want to verify um, that, that simulation with real data to make adjustments so that you get a good simulator. So that that's kind of how we do things in industry with when we mm -hmm. do simulation to make sure that it's correct. Right, and, and that's interesting that uh, you guys are feeding that info back in. And that was one of the issues I had with some of the standards work is people that were involved, oh, are, everything's pr proprietary. And uh, exactly. very hard to get data that way. Right, right, exactly. All right, well, that's pretty interesting, and I'm glad to hear that you're uh, putting that work, some some of that back into your uh, curriculum. Um, and before we move into the second segment, and we do have a caller, 
uh, we're going to, let's say, pay the rent here. And Today's podcast is sponsored by Hood Technology, experts in advanced EOIR gyro-stabilized four-axis imaging systems for small UAS. The company offers low-swap payloads integrating EO, MWIR, and lasers to provide unparalleled long-range imaging from moving platforms. Visit www.hoodtech.com for more information. H-O-O-D-T-E-C-H dot com. All right. Now, segment two, I wanted to kind of talk about uh, a linear rundown. And let's say uh, this scenario. I'm just uh, some guy off the street. I have no background in unmanned systems, but I've seen a lot in the news about them and want to get into this exciting career. What opportunities do you offer a guy like me? Yeah, I spend a lot of my time on the phone with people exactly like that. Uh, where do I start? I'm really interested in this This as a career field. I want to be involved. I want to get a job. I want to start a company. Uh, all kinds of reasons, but most people don't have a direction to go, so that's what we provide. Uh, for that kind of individual, I would recommend that he start with the UAV Fundamentals course. The course that you took now is our more, most popular course. Um, we're, we're actually taking it on the road and around the country now. Every month we have it in a different location. But if you can't buy the, um, or if you can't make it to that live course, uh, we've recorded it and it's on DVD at Amazon. So this course, the fundamentals, gives you the big picture. It describes technologies, what's going on in the industry, the state of regulations, all and many, many more topics. Um, so once you're through that course, you're going to be very familiar with UAVs and where where the industry is and where it's going. Um, if if you're interested in starting a career uh, with you, that kind of background that you described, you, I would recommend you take the UAV professional certificate curriculum. That has three technical courses and a project management course that's oriented around UAVs. So you can get a job as a UAV project manager and make up to $80,000 a year. So some of the other things the employers are asking for, in addition to technical training, they like to see hands-on as well. So a package with the professional certificate and the pilot training course would really do a great job to prepare you for a career uh, as a manager and possibly as a pilot in the industry. Hmm. Okay. Well, let me go one step further before we bring on the caller, because I think the caller is one of your students. But uh, one more hypothetical. I'm the next guy. I've spent several years in the military. I have a BS in engineering. I saw some of the systems while on vacation in the mountains or the beach. What do you have for me? Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, the master's and doctorate degree programs are in math intensive. So you really need to have a degree in engineering, science, or math in order to get into that. So for you, yes, I would recommend the master's degree or the doctorate degree in unmanned aircraft systems engineering. So the master's degree has eight online courses. Six of the courses are technical, and uh, their systems engineering and project management courses added on uh, the other two. For the doctorate degree, you take 10 courses and you do a doctoral dissertation. Once you choose your topic for your dissertation, we assign you a professor that's an expert, and he'll mentor you to get you to publication. 
The graduates of these um, master's and doctorate programs will work as program managers, systems engineers, and researchers, and the salaries are between ninety dollars and $130,000 per year. You can go to any website for jobs and type in uh, UAV engineer or UAV program manager, and you'll see lots of jobs are, are starting to come up. So that's hmm. what we're oriented towards, preparing people for jobs. We start with a job and we work backwards and develop a curriculum that the employers are uh, going to be satisfied with. Well, that's uh, that's exactly why we have you on. Uh, how do I get a job in this industry? Okay, I'm going to bring on the caller, and I believe this caller is one of your students. Um, hello, caller. Uh, yes, Patrick. Hi, uh, I am uh, one of Jerry's students. Uh, my name is <coughs> sorry, uh, Commander Inha. I'm uh, in the Navy. I'm currently stationed at the Naval War College in Newport, Rhode Island. And I'm currently on week eight of UAE 601 unmanned aircraft system fundamentals, and uh, I am uh, I'm just astounded about this course. I'm taking this course for my personal knowledge. Uh, I think I've been engaging Jerry over the past year, uh, waiting for the course to be uh, accredited uh, nationally so I can get mm -hmm. tuition assistance to fund it. But it's not there yet. Uh, it's forthcoming, but I think it's an important field, and that's why I'm doing this on my own uh, dime, as you say. Are you, uh, say, let's fit the second hypothetical? I'm sorry, say again? Did you uh, fit the second hypoth hypothetical that I had mentioned? Oh, yeah. yeah, we saw yeah I'm a, I'm a submariner by trade, and I, um, one of the requirements for the PhD program is uh, a bachelor's in engineering, and I was a marine engineer. Mm -hmm. And I got my subsequent master's at the Navy War College in national security studies. But uh, as a military person, I, I think the UAV field is uh, is most important and obviously growing. But the military will lead the re lead the way for the civilian sector, in my opinion. Right. And I think that the Navy, uh, I mean, if you're doing that as a career, stand a good chance to uh, excel in that field. we got a lot of ocean and uh, I'd say persistent surveillance. I've done some work with the Navy for that. Uh, there's plenty of room for uh, expansion there. Yeah, we're just, the Navy is, uh, I'm not supposed to for Navy, but we're just starting to scratch the uh, uh, scratch the surface of uh, unmanned vehicles. And, of course, we're, we have the Triton, which is uh, comparable to the Global Hawk. But uh, mm -hmm. I, I guess there is the Air Force and the Army because of the uh, overseas contingency operations going on. But the Navy... Uh, I think is on track for a 2018 all carrier UCAS uh, unmanned combat air system uh, uh, fleet uh, squadron. Right. And did you just find this field kind of fascinating, or do you see it as the future? And I got to get there first. Well, it's, it's all of the both, uh, all of the above. And uh, when I was talking to Jerry initially, when he was. Uh, 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 questioning my uh, why I was taking this course, I, I told him I, I kind of equated it to the the tank um, in between the World War II periods. You know, we didn't mm -hmm. we had some success in World War One, but we didn't know what to do with it, and uh, we were experimenting with it. There's no current doctrine. We're, we're trying to fumble through our way, but it, I think it's going to be a game changer, like uh, P. W. Singer outlines in the book Wired for War. We just mm -hmm. haven't investigated enough or have uh, enough progress yet on it because uh, it just it's 
it's so brand new. But yeah, getting uh, getting into nitty gritty that the Jerry's course of system engineering uh, talks about, it's probably the best for uh, the best knowledge to get out there, you know, how to integrate the UAVs overall. And he's, he covers all the topics from uh, physics to uh, aerodynamics to, uh, uh, to to building a system to meet uh, requirements to um, RF spectrum. And I'm only on week eight, but it's just it's just phenomenal the amount of material he covers and the overview he gives in this course. Yeah, I felt the same way about the three-day um, executive uh, course. Uh, yeah, it's a mountain. They're definitely something you could use, um, especially if you're you're going to get into this field. You would actually uh, learn enough um, to be able to go in and have a conversation or, uh, you know, attend a meeting and talk about this. Um, you know, it's probably not as in-depth as the program that you're in, but, um, you know, do you, do you feel like, uh, are you a little overwhelmed? Is it something you understand? Full steam ahead? <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm overwhelmed in some areas because I haven't had a, a heart engineering degree for over, uh, 15 years, 20 years, actually, <laughs> but he's talking about R spectrum, but you know, he presents in a way that you can you can scratch your itch, you can get the big picture, and then you you're up to you to go down into details if you want. But as a systems engineer degree, uh you don't have to get down to um down to that minutiae. You just have to understand and how to integrate that into a working system and then you know you know, you'll you'll parse the work to other engineers or other uh job uh other uh Task forces, but right. like and you said, it, it, you're, you're correct. It's totally across domain and uh, uh, system, and that you have to touch all these uh, different fields to integrate uh, a workable UAV system. Oh, for sure. Um, I notice that anytime I have a conversation, even a technical conversation with somebody about unmanned systems, man, it just goes really long because there's so much in it. And so many acronyms, which <laughs> that list seems to keep growing. Do uh, you find any issues with that, or are you picking those up? Um, well, I picked online because obviously I'm doing this on my own personal time. But, yes, I am. Uh, there's a couple of weeks there. It's, it's uh, too far technical in depth for me that I haven't covered all the bachelor's degree. But, you know, you know you, at your own time and your own pace, you can uh, – uh, you can delve more into that, but right. it's still an online course, and they still have to meet certain wickets of uh, uh, paper every other two weeks and, and uh, questions uh, throughout the week. But, uh, you know, my personal situation, i got a family of three young boys, and it's very – and a profession, obviously. And it's uh, – an online course like this allows me to to somewhat uh, manage my schedules and uh, and get a degree. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's a good thing because, uh, you know, there's deployments and people are all over the world. I mean, I don't know where I'm going to be next week. So uh, I don't think the brick and mortar would work for a guy like me. And that kind of leads us into the next question I have for Jerry. Um, I know there's a lot of people in my position, so you travel around and teach some of these courses and so do your instructors. Possibly you could share with the audience the places you've been. Sure. Uh, last week we were in Washington, D.C., and this week, uh, today, I'm actually driving to Las Vegas where we're going to do another three-day course. Uh, in April, we'll be in San Diego. 
in May will be in Los Angeles. Um, the president of Cape Cod Community College called up, and he ordered a couple of our courses. So we'll be there in June. Uh, we'll be up at your site in July, and then at the uh, AUVSI conference in Washington in August. So we've got all the, the uh, dates and locations listed on the website. So um, I, did, I do want to say <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy with the response I got in Washington, D.C. It's the first time that students stood up and clapped for a talk that I gave. So they were very happy with the content, and uh, I was, uh, you know, very happy with their response. Yeah, that's a that's a you know nice affirmation that they were um, you know were able to come up and appreciate what you'd done. I, you know, I, I definitely feel that uh, there's value to what you're doing. Again, I'm really impressed with uh, all of the good news um, that comes out here. You know, the, the, the you trademarked your, your university. You got the small UAS for people. You've got classes in in all of the different unmanned fields, including the space thing, which I think the the uh, opportunities with space are huge. Um, I'd like to even myself get more involved with that and I'll work on that. But uh, so much happened so fast. I was wondering if possibly you could mention to the uh, listeners. Uh, uh, website addresses, maybe a couple of them where they could get more information on the programs and some of the uh, things that are happening. Yeah, just uh, to uh, address a couple things you mentioned before I do that, um, really the school is, uh, what makes the school is the faculty. Every guy that I have is a world expert. They're, um, they have 25 years of experience in unmanned systems. When everybody else thinks it's new, these guys have made a career and they've been working on various topics like uh, autonomous algorithms and genetic algorithms for um, having the UAVs think on their own, you know, something that's going to happen and that is actually happening with uh, X-47. But if you want to learn more about the school, the address is uxvuniversity.com. That's U Uniform X-ray Victor University, all one word, .com. And if you're interested in publishing a book, the UVU Press address is uvupress.com and more that's again more of the the books and then also um you have all of the courses on dvd there available uh the, those courses the courses on dvd are on amazon.com if you go to amazon and do a search on uav fundamentals or even just uav that it should pop up we got the uh most of the dvds have the university seal on it you'll see when when it comes up on amazon but the, the basic course is there, the fundamentals. We've got one on small UAVs. We've got one on police applications. And then the one uh, for the, developing the COA should be out there within the next three weeks. Oh, excellent. So you put something together, how to apply for a COA? Exactly. It's, uh, you, when, you, when you do the COA these days, previously you had to fill out paperwork and uh, put together documentation to apply. Now it's online. So we go through each page of the FA online uh, website and show you um, how to fill in the, the, the squares. And also um, exam we show you examples of things like the specifications for the vehicle, the lost com procedures, the emergency procedures, lost link procedures. All of those things need to be addressed. And we go through exam examples in that course to show you how to prepare that documentation. Once the documentation is complete, 
you have to you have to upload files in mm-hmm. specific places on the on the site in order to submit the complete application. This is kind of an aside question on that, and I think this is is interesting because this is really uh, something that's useful. Um, how long does it take, let's say, to to run through that course for the Kella application, if you don't mind? You mean uh, to take the course or to actually apply for the Kella? The, the course. Oh, the course. Uh, well, we usually plan them to be sixteen hours of videos. I'm sorry. That's that's uh, the other courses for the the Koa course. That should probably be about two hours long. Okay. So it's going to be at a you know a affordable price to um, and, you know make it so that anyone can that's interested in applying for one of these can just watch this two hour video and then you can freeze it, work on documentation, come back, play uh, other parts uh, until you have a whole package put together. So. It's really going to be uh, step-by-step instructions on uh, each page and each document. Oh, that's an excellent idea and a real value for the community. Although, on the other hand, I think you're knocking some of the consultants out of the box with that one, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a secret, you know, out there that uh, you know it's a mystery. How do we get one of these uh, UAVs? And uh, you know, the other thing is, you can't even really log into the website until you get. You have to call the FAA, and they have to create an account for you. So um, if you're a commercial company, obviously you can't get a COA. Um, you right. have to be a nonprofit or um, government agency. So uh, that's the first step. And then once you have that permission and you log in, then then it's like, well, how do I prepare? How do I prepare this documentation? It, it lists uh, very briefly that you need specifications. Well, what does that specification document look like? What is mm-hmm. what are your loss? You know, what is a loss communication procedure? Most organizations that 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 start into this, as you say, they probably have to hire a consultant, and uh, hopefully, this is going to help. Well, I think so. Um, yeah, your lost link isn't just throwing the radio in the bushes. Needs <laughs> 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 to be a little bit more robust than that. Um, well, I think that's an excellent idea and almost a community service. So if you roll forward uh, with that type of, let's say, um, thinking or ethos or process, uh, I think there's a lot for the unmanned systems community to get from your university. And, uh, you know, another reason that's why I wanted to have you on, um, I think, uh, like I said, people are interested in knowing what you're doing, um, just like the, the unmanned technologies that we were talking about. It's, it's so um, wide and varied, and there's so much backstory. I think it's hard for for people to just digest the emails or maybe the posts on some of the different uh, social sites and say, wow, you know, that's really a fit for me. And uh, that was what was kind of behind today's show was that we would get you on here and you would be able to expand on those concepts, which I think we really did. Um, now, we got all the website addresses. Um, we've got a good overview of, of what you're doing and kind of some of the stuff that's coming on. Uh, but do you have any like long-term things you'd like to see happen that we can talk about for a minute or so? Well, long-term, obviously, we're um, we're going to we're working on accreditation so that um, people can obtain financial aid from the government. Uh, we do are very close to having approval from the Veterans Administration 
where um, the VA will pay 100% tuition. So anyone that was for formerly in the military or is in the National Guard or Reserves can take our um, curriculums and have it paid for by the government 100%. Uh, so we are taking um, the qualification letters from the vets right now. Um, we anticipate that approval within the next month. And uh, when that happens, we'll get the word out and hopefully um, we can help out uh, people that are in the unmanned systems community. I, I read a statistic the other day that over 10% of the Air Force um, personnel is involved in unmanned systems in some way or another. They leave the military and where do they go to work? Uh, we provide an excellent um, continuity uh, for them to um, get technical training so they'll have operational experience and technical training when they finish our curriculums. And that, that's a pretty good package for uh, a job with companies like Northrop Grumman or General Atomics. Those are the kind of guys that, uh, that they're looking for. I'm actually meeting with uh, one of the um, directors at uh, General Atomics next month when I'm in San Diego giving a three-day course. Um, so uh, we're, 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 you asked about goals. Uh, my, one of my goals is to have the um, companies review our curriculum to make sure that we're producing the right kind of people for their companies. Uh, I like so, that. yeah, we're, uh, we're we're going down that path. I would like to see more. I would like to partner with with un, more unmanned companies. We just started a, a couple, and uh, they look pretty to be pretty successful. But you know, I'm always looking if uh, there's companies out there that want to. Um, uh, either have, have some of our students work as interns or if you're a manufacturer, you know, have us uh, take your vehicle and use it for training the students uh, to, or outsource your training to the school. Uh, those are opportunities as well. So um, there's so many things you can do in this industry. And when, when I started the school, I had a laundry list that was pretty long. And I had to, I had to, I had to choose certain things and focus on those areas. And the area we chose was uh, graduate education and undergraduate education to get people ready for to prepare people for jobs. Well, all very interesting. We actually ran long, so the show's over. It was good having you on. Um, thank you both for being on. Thank and uh, I guess we'll see everyone next, one, next week. Okay. Thanks, Thanks sir. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.